Hey, everybody. On today's Locked On Bama, we're going to talk to recruiting analyst John Garcia with SI.com. He's new to Locked On Family, too. So looking forward to talking to him about everything going on with Alabama recruiting. Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's normally him. But today, we're going to welcome in uh, a true recruiting expert in John Garcia. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Luke. Good to be on with you as always, my guy. Uh, all right, well, let's just get it kicked off. First of all, I want to thank Bet Online for being the title sponsor for this particular episode of Locked On Bama. But let's get it started with uh, Eli Holstein. Uh, really, the Alabama quarterback recruiting has come down to the, to Eli Holstein and Arch Manning, it seems like. Holstein made another trip to Alabama this past weekend for the spring game. What have you heard? It's more the same with Holstein and Alabama. There's a ton of, of mutual love between the two parties. And, and really, from the moment he backed off of Texas A&M, it's kind of been all about Alabama in this recruitment. Now, Florida – LSU and even Texas A&M are trying to get him back on campus. I think Florida might get the next visit. But other than that, it's really been all Alabama for Eli Holstein. There's a lot of familiarity there. Three visits this spring, I think a half dozen overall. Um, and he just got to see everything up close and personal. And obviously there's a lot of talent uh, at the quarterback position for Bama, even beyond Bryce Young. Uh, so he got to see that up close and personal on a day uh, with, uh, I guess, do, do we call it a breakout for, for Jalen Milrow uh, and, and some flashing for, for Ty Simpson as well. So I think he sees the, the ability to compete in a room like that. And, and I think people forget, Luke, that, you know, Eli's skill set is probably closer to a, a Jalen Milrow, although Ty shows a lot of athleticism as well. I mean, Eli is a phenomenal athlete with the football in his hands. Uh, so I think he probably saw a lot of, of things to like about Alabama, just reaffirming how he feels about the program uh, in general. So now it just comes down to either his, his patience or Nick Saban's patience, right? Who's going to play the long game with the quarterback situation? Because obviously we all know Arch Manning is, is the elephant in the room, and he's got basically no rush into making a decision on his end. So how does Alabama play that? It will be fascinating, even though Nick's been through this before. You know, and that, right? I mean, Arch Manning could be a kid who, you know, he could work, commit to somebody today, be it Georgia, Bama, Texas, whoever he's looking at. And all of a sudden, he becomes a Pied Piper. He becomes, uh, you know, a guy that a lot of people probably want to play with. That's one way to take this. Another way to take this is for him to just drag this thing out as long as he wants to. It probably increases his brand, it increases the curiosity. It, um, it increases the exposure and uh it but the problem is the drawback there is that uh it's it's gonna hurt at least two schools if you assume alabama texas and georgia the only three left in the arch manning sweepstakes two of them are going to be disappointed because recruiting is a zero-sum game you either get them or you don't get them that's it there's no second place exactly and i think that's the danger of of trying to go all in on any recruit much less one named named arch manning because you, you have to keep your 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 dominoes in order even though he's the top domino uh so that's where i think the approach of 
Texas versus really Georgia and Alabama are recruiting similarly, right? Georgia's got Dylan Lonergan high on their board. They're, they're trying to get in on Dante Moore. And Bama has obviously gone all in on Eli Holstein to, to supplement their Arch Manning recruitment. Texas is kind of like just Arch Manning at this point. So if they miss on him, I think you could see a, a bigger free fall in terms of trying to find another quarterback as opposed to Bama and Georgia, uh, where they do have a contingency plan in place. But how long do you feel good about that plan until you decide to move on? Because credit to some of these other schools that Manning has backed off of, mainly Tennessee and Clemson, they did a hell of a job replacing that target with with another and in, in landing their quarterbacks uh, on the national scale. So you wonder who will blink first between, you know, Bama, Texas, Georgia, I guess Virginia's thrown in there now. Who's going to blink first and just bow out of the Manning recruitment on their own in hopes of securing something that, that might be a little easier or quicker, certainly, to secure? And really quickly, is there a huge gap between Holstein and Manning in your eyes? No, no. I mean, we, we've had the conversations before about, you know, Holstein might be the best quarterback in Louisiana. They're both from Louisiana. Uh, it just depends on what you want. If you, if you run a scheme that is a little bit more based on mobility and you, you are a little bit more wide open on allowing the quarterback to move the football with his legs, you'd probably value Eli Holstein above that of Arch Manning, although Arch has shown some, some athleticism as well. He's just a, a taller, more slender uh, prospect at the position. So naturally, Holstein a little bit bigger, a little bit more compact, a little bit more ready for, for some SEC or high-level content or contact, I should say, uh, at the next level. So it really could depend on, on your scheme. But to say that, you know, Holstein's no slouch in terms of throwing the football. I mean, look, he, only one of these two quarterbacks has won a state championship, and it's, it's Eli Holstein at this point in the same state. So there's a lot to like about Holstein. It's just the Arch Manning – Hoopla has just pushed everything in his direction fairly or otherwise. But, you know, we're not sure Arch Manning's the number one quarterback in the country, but there's no debating. He is the most talked about quarterback in the country, and he does sit number one on a lot of schools' uh, recruiting boards, and I believe Alabama is one of those schools. And that is an interesting way to look at it. If uh, Holstein's last name were Favre or if Manning's last name were Smith, how would these two be viewed? But you can't discount the fact that Manning is on that jersey because they've had they're the first family in college football. So I think that that is certainly important. John, I need to tell everybody about Athletic Greens. Um, this is a partner with Locked On Bama Now, and this is a product I've been using every day. I started taking it because I wanted better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system. I hated taking all these pills and vitamins. I want a supplement that actually tastes great, and this does. I want to see what all the hype was about because I've heard about Athletic Greens. I've researched it. I've looked into it, and people seem to love it, and I do too. Um, what is it? It's a, with one scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. I don't know what an adaptogen is, but they do, and it's a good thing, and you want it in your life. So I'm telling you, it makes me feel better, better gut health, better overall health, better um, immune system feels better. Everything feels better when I've been taking Athletic Greens. Love these things. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash college to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. John, I want to talk about Alabama running back for a minute because one guy that's been getting a lot of love 
in the direction of Alabama and uh, crystal ball there or recruiting prediction machine or whatever you want to say is uh, Richard Young, a uh, fantastic running back out of Florida. And he looks like an absolute beast. I think was it, is it Brandon Robinson, the kid that committed to Georgia, signed with Georgia this past year out of Mississippi? Uh, he looks yeah, kind of like Brandon Robinson. Yeah, 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 that's right. It, it, does he? Do they favor, in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, Richard Young looks like he's getting ready for the combine or the NFL draft more so than his senior year of high school. I mean, well put together is an understatement. He's about two hundred ten pounds, a little bit more lean compared to Robinson, who just had like the bulging biceps with the veins popping out. But uh, Richard Young could absolutely get after it in the weight room. And what I like about him is that he plays like that, Luke. Like he plays like a no-nonsense. You hate to say SEC because you don't want to peg him, you know, from our perspective, you don't want to peg him to one conference, but he kind of plays like a downhill SEC or maybe a Big Ten type of running back. He is a no-nonsense kid through and through, and I think that's why a lot of people see him ending up at a school like, like Alabama. Okay, so if it's not Richard Young, where do you think Alabama puts its focus? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm of the belief that you always sign a quarterback and you always sign at least one running back. I mean, I've, I've always believed that because those two positions, um, quarterback is so incredibly valuable and running back, um, they, they seem to get hurt. Alabama's had some, uh, just look at last year, they had a lot of bad injury luck. But if you look at Alabama's roster, Jimmy Stein and I talked about this in um, the podcast yesterday. You have Jace McClellan, Roy Dale Williams, Emmanuel Henderson, uh, Jamarian Miller, Trey Sanders. Now, Jameer Gibbs will be gone, but that's five dudes I just rattled off right there. And then uh, th that'll all be back. And then you bring in a, a potentially a Richard Young. That's a crowded room. But my question is, if, if you don't get Richard Young, do you say, okay, we, we got five dudes here. Do, do we just roll with the punches or do you think they'll target somebody else? I think they'll keep looking. Uh, I think Ruben Owens is, is pretty darn high on Alabama. He's a kid out of Texas where obviously Bama's got from familiarity in, in the recruiting game. They, they got Kamar Wheaton a few years ago, uh, Jamarian Miller from, from this past cycle. So certainly Bama recruiting in Texas still resonates. And then Ruben Owens is the top running back in Texas. Bama's in his top five. It's a loaded top five. It's, it's Georgia, it's A&M, it's Texas, USC. I think he was at Michigan State, so he's even going beyond his top five uh, in terms of taking visits, but Alabama's in that group. He understands what what uh, Nick Saban has done uh, with this program and, and who could ignore the production at the running back position that, that Alabama's been able to have with different types of running backs. Uh, I think that's what's going to be really interesting going forward is it's not just your, your big physical downhill guy. It, it's more versatile and complete running backs that, you know, make plays out of the backfield and, and, and do the whole thing. So I think Ruben Owens is more of that, that compared to Richard Young, who's a little bit more classic Alabama in his style. So you like the variance there if you're Alabama. But like you said, the, the running back room is in good shape, but we know Nick Saban doesn't care. It's always about upgrading every room every year, especially in this climate where you just never know how many guys you're going to have uh, when it counts. Uh, just going back to A-Day for a second, did you happen to see any of it? I just wondered if you caught Jameer Gibbs run. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Jameer Gibbs was, was one of the biggest breakout running back candidates we covered. Uh, his senior year was absolutely unreal in the state of Georgia, and it was a big deal for him to pick Georgia Tech, um, and, and you saw an immediate impact in the return game as well as at running back, and, and he has not lost a step uh, after those years in Atlanta. He looks motivated. 
uh, and incredibly quick at this stage. And I think he brings a different element to Alabama in the backfield that it really hasn't had in a couple of years. I mean, Brian Robinson certainly wasn't the home run hitter type. Uh, not even Najee Harris, who, you know, was the number one player in the country, not known for hitting the home run. He's more he's more of a run you over, make you miss with some crazy athleticism or and the catch passes out of the backfield kind of back. So uh, Bama hadn't really had this style of, of running back one uh, on its roster in quite some time. So that should get Bama fans really excited, especially when when nine is coming back, lining up right next to him. That's got to be quite annoying for, for defensive coordinators to start thinking about. You know, it wasn't until kind of late in his senior year that Najee Harris uh, broke a run longer than this, and even that was, I want to say, 40-something yards. The longest run for his first three years and three quarters was about 34 yards. I mean, that's an amazing stat right. for a guy who averaged over five yards a carry, <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. that's crazy. I mean, usually you have one long use the whole thing, and he was just a, I'm going to get you five yards guy. and But he, he did it very coolly. I mean, he, he was a cool-looking back. He's just not a home run hitter. And then there's Brian Robinson, who's a lot more of a workout workhorse. He didn't, you know. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's that's old Alabama. We're here to talk about new Alabama. We're also here to talk about BetOnline.net, which is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more than that. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, that's where the game starts. All right, John, uh, let's go through some of the guys in Alabama. I kind of want to do this every week with you because um, it's such a loaded year in the state of Alabama. I mean, I, boy, I, I think you'll back me up here. I've never seen it with this, this consistently good for one year. I mean, I've seen some top-heavy years that probably rival this one, but I hadn't seen one that's got the, the numbers and let's talk about uh, somebody like A.J. Harris, okay? He's not associated with Alabama very much out of Central Phoenix City. In fact, I think for the longest time people were pegging him to either Clemson or Georgia. Now it seems like Florida is going to get him. And is Alabama pursuing him very hard, or or is he just like, I got to get out of here? I don't think it's as simple as I, I got to get out of here. I do think right now it's a safer bet for, for A.J. to leave the state. I think early on, it was Ohio State, and then you heard more more of the Southern schools, Bama, Clemson, uh, or excuse me, Clemson, Georgia, and, and Florida. Most recently, uh, definitely likes the Gators at this point, but he's going to take his time with the recruiting process. And, and when you're a kid at Central Phoenix City, this time of year, Luke, you know people are going to go stop by. So I would imagine, you know, Nick Saban, especially with some teammates that they're they're in on, may stop by Central Phoenix City, and, and things can change for an AJ Harris. But as of right now, yeah, I think. He's more likely to leave the state. But, you know, you look at the Alabama commitment list and it's it's kind of DB heavy, right? It's already multiple defensive backs on board. They're still in it for Tony Mitchell, of course, the, the Thompson standout, who's a corner or a safety, depending on how you project him. And then you go beyond uh, the state lines and there's a lot of top cornerbacks out there uh, that Bama is in on in general. So it could just be a numbers game. It's a very strong year at that position. Uh, and AJ is absolutely one of the best. It's just a matter of can Bama kind of get back into the fold where he's taking a quick trip over to campus and they can start, you know, making up ground in, in the race. You know, stranger things have happened. But as of right now, I do think he ends up out of state, but I don't think he's in a rush. Is there a guy in the top 25, 30 
that uh, you feel like is, is a still even a little underappreciated that maybe has a chance to move way up the charts, a Kildrick Falk, uh, you know, anybody that, that you can think of right off the top of your head in the state? Yeah, I, I really like Kelby Collins uh, out of Gardendale. I think he is uh, a kid who, you, you when you saw him as an underclassman, you're like, oh, he's got a chance, you know, big, physical-looking kid, and you wondered how is his body going to develop? And then you see him more recently, and you're like, oh, that's an SEC defensive lineman all of a sudden. So I think he's he's hit the right notes individually in terms of getting to his senior year. And I think he's going to be one of these disruptive defensive linemen that can make plays on the interior, whether it's via his physicality as a sort of a pocket collapser, or he's a guy who could, you know, be a little bit more polished and technical and, and use technique to, to push the passer and, and get tackles for loss. I think Kelby Collins is going to help his stock a lot this offseason and certainly into his senior year there at Gardendale. He's absolutely a big-time SEC defensive lineman on the interior. All right, if you had to make a prediction, and maybe I don't want to put you on the spot because sometimes you're privy to info and you know something's going to happen, and so <laughs> you, you can't really just tip your hat. But if you had to make a prediction without divulging you know, any secrets in the industry, who do you think would be Alabama's next commit? I mean, just prediction. Oh, that's 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 a really good question. You know, I, I'm not sure who is closest to, to making that decision. Look, I, I'll probably go Peter Woods. I think that uh, he's he's kind of been there and done that on the recruiting trail. It's been a small group of schools for quite some time with him. And I think uh, but between Alabama and Georgia, sprinkle in Clemson as a bit of a dark horse. I think he's kind of getting things figured out. And, you know, I think once Clemson went through their changes on the defensive side of the ball, particularly Todd Bates moving on to Oklahoma, I think that really opened the door for, for a contender to start separating itself. And at this point, I do view Alabama as that contender. And I know, you know, Peter's told me, hey, you know, I'm not going to take the process as long as, as some other guys. You know, he's had his offers for a long time. Um, and I think he's shown what type of prospect he can be. So I think he ends the process sooner rather than later. Um, and, and if he does it, I, I do think Alabama is probably the most likely. All right, John Garcia with SI.com. Appreciate his time. And each and every week he's going to be on all these different locked on stations. So if you want to get uh, whatever his thoughts are, locked on Bama, locked on Auburn, locked on Tennessee, locked on yada, 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 John's going to be on all of them. Uh, he'll be able to tell you about guys that maybe I didn't bring up that are still considering Alabama. So tune in, John. And, John, thank you for your time, bro. You're the best. And uh, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Sounds good, Luke. Thanks for having me back on.